This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. And we're discussing uh, the Sukkah Zimra. Sukkah Zimra for the Psalms between Baruch Shem and Yishtabach. We're on page 158. Simon and Aleph. Siv Zayn. Siv Zayn. And we come to a very famous Psalm number 145. Kuf Mem which is the Ashrei. Okay, we come to Psalm number 145, Ashrei. So here we have a very special halakha, which I want to go through the Gemara. Let's just read the halakha and then go through the Gemara. So the halakha is, Sarich lechaven pasuk potech yadecha. You have to have kavana when you say potech yadecha. And he doesn't say what the kavana is. But the obvious kavana is, Hashem, you should, you're the, you're the source of all our sustenance. A person has to have kavanah and potech yadecha, that Hashem is the source of all our sustenance. As far as we open our hands, potech yadecha, we open your, open your hand, Hashem, my hands are ready to receive. <laughs> I give the, the hint. You open your hands. What we do down here is a trigger for what goes on above. Everything we're trying to do is trigger blessing. So when you open your hand, Hashem, open your hands also. Potech yadecha. We recognize that everything comes from you. And that's, real humility. And that's one of the things that we have to remember every day. One of the things you have to remember every day is the man. What is the man? The manner. The manner. What is the manner? You remember man, what are you meant to think of? It's a direct line between you and Hashem. Hashem sends down energies, and it's good to visualize it. You have a very good day if you visualize. And just think about the man coming down, like little Cheerios coming down into your bowl. Because every day you think about it, man. So the first three are really my favorites. Yitzhak Mitzrayim, think about Hashem will take me out of all my troubles. Yitzhak Mitzrayim, Hashem took us out from all our troubles. So Hashem should take us out from that galut, took us out from this galut. Israel Hashem will all get out of Pittsburgh, all get out of this galut. And even Israel's galut. Why are there 30 missiles last, you know, last weekend? 30 missiles. Hard. You can imagine. Yeah. Which country in the world put up 30 missiles? Crazy. America would go mad. They'd blow the whole place up. 30 missiles. So we're in Galut here, we're in Galut there. Only it's less Galut over there, because you're in Israel, at least. Baruch Hashem. So, Potech Yadecha is a very powerful line. It's one of the three places in the Shulchan says, even the Tefillah, where if you didn't have Kabbalah, you have to go back and repeat it. So, Potech Yadecha, Shema Yisrael, in the first paragraph of the Shemon Esrei, you have to go back, the Shulchan we don't go back anymore on the, in the Shemon Esrei, but that's the Halakha and the Shulchan Aruch. Let's just read. Sarich, we're on page 158. We're in Siman Nun Aleph, Siv Zayn. Have a look at Siv Zayn. Sarich lechaven pasuk poteach yadecha. A person has to have kavana. When they say poteach yadecha, open your hands, Hashem, maspia lechol hayratzon, and give everyone their wishes. Can you imagine? Give everyone their wishes. Can you imagine? A person wants to say, I want to win the lottery, Hashem. Give me my wishes, Hashem. You are the, you are the source of all blessing. Hashem is the source of all the blessing. If he didn't have kavana, he has to go back. He's going to say it again. He's going to say poteach yadecha again. So if he didn't say it properly the first time, go back and repeat it again. So it's very, very. This is very critical, and this is one of the reasons why we say it three times a day. I know that we don't only say it once a day. So one opinion is so why do you say it three times a day? Is just in case you didn't have kavana once or twice, you'll have kavana a third time. So the third time is mincha. But it's good to have kavanah, but all the time, Hashem is the source of our sustenance. Hashem is the source. There's no other source. So a person doesn't think about it, doesn't have kavanah. He has to say it again. Um, let's go to let's go to the Mishnah Brew over here, Ted Vav. 
So Mishra brought the advice, Sarich Lechaven. So he tells us what is the Kavanah. The reason why the rabbi said to say Psalm 145 is just for the sake of this he mentioned the praise of God he is the one who has divine providence over all the creatures and he gives his creatures their sustenance he doesn't say it applies to men it says all living creatures, including animals, fish, birds, insects, everyone has their sustenance. In fact, we are lower down on the chain. Right. One of the Gemara, I can't remember who it was, one of the great rabbis says, you know, he cried. He says, even the fox get, gets their sustenance without effort. Here we are. I think it's Gemara at the end of Kiddushin. The Gemara says, I was going to teach this uh, child a trade. He cries. He says, listen, even the fox gets their sustenance. Why do we have to work so hard? <laughs> so the answer is, if you're learning Torah, you won't have to work so hard. He will support you. Hopefully that's the way it goes. But that's uh, Rabbi Shimon Barichai. We don't follow that opinion. We follow the opinion of Rabbi Shmael. You've got to work and learn at the same time. So we see over here, that's the Ikar Kavanah. Number one is, Hashem is divine providence. Must be alekolchai. And Hashem sustains all of creation. So a person shouldn't worry. Where's my sustenance? If a person really thinks Hashem is the one who sustains... And that is a similar idea of thinking about the man every day. One of the things we think about every day is the man, the manna. person should think that the, the energy is coming down. Hashem sent down the energy. I need the energy. I need the sustenance, physical sustenance. We all need physical sustenance. So a person who reads the Potech Yadech and does not think that God is the one who is in control of sustenance and doesn't think that God is the one who has divine providence over us has to go back and repeat that Pasuk. Has to go back and repeat the Potech Yadech does not have to say the whole Ashray again. Let's see the Mishnah Brewer over here, Tedzayim, Palm Acheret. Ayin Bachayadam, Shevi, Beshem Halavush, Sayyidomar, Pasu, Potech, Yadecha, Mizmor, Kasidah. According to the Levush, he's got to say Potech, Yadecha again, all the way to the end again. Right? If he already said other Psalms, Reno Shorid has no time to go back to the whole thing, he should just say Potech, Yadecha until the end of the Mizmor. So ideally, you should go back and repeat the whole Mizmor, according to Bishop Baruch. But if he doesn't have time, start from Patech Yadecha and go to the end. It's not just enough, according to Bishop Baruch, to say the whole thing. <coughs> so the Kapachim over here, the Sephardi opinion is no. That's the opinion is, start from Patech Yadecha and go back to the end of the Ashray. The Kapachim says over here, all you have to do is repeat the whole line. Patech Yadecha must be a Because that is the line you have to have Kabbalah. Just, you don't have Kabbalah, just repeat that line. And you could be at Yishtabach and say, I didn't have Kavana for Pateach, and say it again. Yeah, before Yishtabach. Before, right. After Yishtabach, it's really, shouldn't. Because the end of the other end. end. Right. So do it after Alenu. After Alenu. You have that again. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's not about Yishtabach. Before about Yishtabach, Pateach, Yadech, again. Some people say, that's the reason why it was fixed three times. Just in case one doesn't work, second one or third one. So let's go to the Gemara over here. You don't have the Gemara over here. This is the Gemara... In Brachot, very famous Brachot. We did it, we learned it on Tuesday nights. We're doing the Brachot. You can look it up on Torah anytime. It's on 4B. It's on Talid Amar Bet in Brachot. Amar Abilaza, Amar Abina. Abilaza says in Abina's name, Kol Haomet Tilad David, Bechol Yom Shalosh Pamim. Whoever says Tilad David, Psalm 145, starts Tilad David, Ashrei is a line from somewhere else. The first line, Ashrei, is not in the, in the psalm. The psalm starts Tilad David. Whoever starts with Tila David three times a day, Muftah Loshu Ben Olamba, is for sure guaranteed a place in the world to come. 
If you say Asher, the whole sum three times a day, you're guaranteed Olam Ba. Or you're guaranteed a place in Olam Ba. What does that mean? Don't ask me. You can, at least you'll be there. There's a room for you. There's something for you. A place. You get a place. A reservation. Muftahlo. Guaranteed. Three right. times. Three times a day. Elena. No. No. Ashrei. Ashrei. Oh, Ashrei. Ashrei. Three times a day. So Gemara wants to know why. What's so special about Ashrei? What is the reason? Maybe it's because it has Aleph Bet in it. It starts, uh, right? Uh, it starts with Aleph. And it goes bed, it goes right through the Aleph Bet. Every Pasuk is Aleph Bet. Ashrei is not the one. After Tirad Avid, it starts Aleph. Every look at the, every pasuk in Ashrei, Aleph Bet Gimel Dalit. Hey, there's only one letter missing, which is Nun. 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 But even then, the Gemara says no. Nun is over there as well. So Mecha Adonai lechol hanuflim. Nuflim is the Nun. So we don't say Nun. Why? We're going to come to it. That's the Gemara. So what is the reason that Ashrei is so special? Maybe it's because it has the whole Aleph Bet, but then you have Psalm 119. It's eight times the alphabet. It's called the alpha beta, right? When you go for uh, unveiling, they read you the name according uh, to alpha beta, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you read the person's name according to the alphabet in the in Tilim. Some kufiyotet. He has eight times. Every letter is eight times. For every aleph, there's eight pesukim alephs, eight pesukim abets, eight pesukim gimels, eight pesukim gimels, and so on and so forth. So if you want to say the alphabet, say ashretibim me'adarech. It's to read some for one nineteen. So the Gemara says, no. Not because it has every letter. It's because it has this pasuk. You open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing because it has this belief that Hashem is the one who has hashkacha, divine providence, and uh, He's the one who supplies everyone with sustenance. It's every creature, not just, not just man. It's got, we've got to stress it. It's not just man. And a person's got to remember this. If you don't remember that, you have to repeat the whole, whole thing. According to the Mishnah you have to repeat from Ashrei, from Potet Yadecha right to the end. So, if you're like living in the, like living around New Jersey, we have many suburbs. Or like in New Brunswick, I have animals and I feed them. Hashem is feeding them. Well, you're the yeah, messenger. I, I you are the messenger. Wait, I'm, that was exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, you're the messenger. Yeah, I'm just carrying. Hashem has many even, messages. I didn't even know that Pasu. Yeah. So the Gemara asks the question. So now we're talking about if that's the main part of the Ashrei. So say Halelah Gadol. What's Halelah Gadol? Hadulah Hashem Kitov. Halelah Gadol. It's a big Halel. It's called a big Halel because every line you're praising God. What does it say over there? Hashem gives bread to all flesh. So that's also talking about sustenance to all creatures. So say Halelah Gadol. So the Gemara answers, Asherah is more powerful, it has two, two advantages. Number one, it has the whole Alephet, and number two, it has Potech Yadecha. It has double effects. So, you're right. Kile Olam Chazdo, it's very Halel HaGadol, it's very powerful. So, but the other one has Alephet, and this one doesn't. So the Gemara says, one second, you said it has Alephet. There's no Nun in it. And the answer is, because it says, Nun starts with the word nefilah. We don't have the word nefilah. Because there is a pasuk. 
which discusses the fall of Israel. But I mean, now we don't need to talk about this. And uh, so uh, there's a pasuk in Amos, which starts letter Nun, which talks about discussion of Israel's punishment, and therefore we don't want to mention the word letter Nun, which starts the word Nefila. So we leave out the letter Nun as the beginning of a, word, of a line in Ashrei. Okay, the, the rabbis in, in Israel explain that pasuk positively. Because the pasuk says, Nafla lo paul od kum betulak Israel. So, uh, so the rabbis in Israel say, listen, it says Nafla, she fell, lo paul od, and she won't fall again. Kum betulak Israel, they put the comma in a different place. Rise, maiden of Israel. So they look at, they spin the pasuk in a positive way, so it's not so bad. Nevertheless, David al-Melech with his Ruach Kodesh took out the letter Nun. Didn't complete the word letter with the Nun. But he put the Nun in the next passage, which is Samech Hashem Lechonon Flim. Hashem sustains all those, helps those who are falling to stand. Okay, so that's the bottom line. The bottom line is, why do we say Ashrei and not the other Pasuk in Kile Olav Chazdo Gadol? And the answer is because Ashrei has got both the Alabet and has the Potech Yodecha too. Now, if you'd ask me, I would say Halal Gadol is still better. Because Halal Gadol has Kile Olam Chazdor, every line. Kile Olam Chazdor, Kile Olam Chazdor. Praising God's kindness. Mm-hmm. Right? So it seems like, since you're praising God with the whole Alabet, it's more complete than just praising God's kindness. Mm-hmm. When you're saying a psalm with the whole Alabet, you're saying, we're all Alabet are praising you, Hashem. Every single letter, every single facet of creation, because the letters symbolize creation. Every facet of creation is praising you. It's more important than just the same word, the line over and over again. What about an orchestra? What's better, an orchestra or one uh, musical instrument? So, is one line, the same line you're repeating. It's not as great as a whole orchestra. Okay. So that's why Ashrei is more powerful. Let's, so let's go back to the Shulchan Aruch. Let's repeat the Shulchan Aruch. So a person has to be salacha. A person has to have kavanah when they say potiach There are two things. Number one is you have hashgacha. You have divine providence over all creatures, including animals, the insects, and birds, everything. And you provide sustenance. Two things. You have hashgacha and you... It's a massive makhluki, by the way, between the Ramban and the Rambam. If the divine providence extends to animals. Rambam says no. Rambam says Hashem created nature. And, you know, when the lion eats this antelope, the lion eats another antelope... Hashem doesn't, it's not. He gave it over to nature. Whatever the lion prefers. Hashem doesn't decide if the lion's going to eat this antelope. The Ramban says, yes, he does. Everything, hashgacha, it's hashgacha pratin, even to animals. Whether the, the lion's going to eat this bird, that bird, this lion. Who, who, the Rambam? Or Ramban. The Ramban. The Kabbalists say, hashgacha Hashem is on everything. Everything. Insects, birds, everything. And that's what we're saying over here. But according to Rambam, Hashem created nature and he left it to nature. He doesn't decide every little aspect of nature. Uh, that's, uh, you know, he created nature. That's the job of nature. Yeah. Ramban says, no, we talk about even, even the decisions lions make. It's part of the hashgacha on the antelope. Which antelope is going to be eaten, which antelope is going to be eaten, everything. Which fly you're going to kill. I have a question. Though. I don't know, that's hashgacha, you don't have to How kill fly. How is it that we don't... I understand, I understand the, the, the theoretical implication for not including nun in our prayers, but sometimes we get lackadaisical when we pray. We forget the importance of like, what Hashem 
did to teach us a lesson. So in part of those prayers, I would tend to think that that would be really important because that's his power. Don't worry, we have a line, a very powerful line. Again, we say it very quiet. It's fine, we say it very quietly. Mm-hmm. And that's in the Shema. Oh. So the line over there, Hashem's anger will burn. Oh boy, that's uh, really horrible, horrible, horrible. Okay. So that's the line over there that just... Uh, that's why it's Friday we got very slow. I'm just going to say that, right? Right. Yes? No, we don't say, we don't say it at all. They don't say it at all. They don't say it at all. We don't repeat it. They should. We repeat it here. But, so even Friday, if we say every word aloud, that line, we say, Also, the last paragraph, the last paragraph of the, before the Amida of Arbit. Yeah. Remove all these problems from us. So the shul I grew up in, they said quietly, they wouldn't say it loud. Because they're bad things. So they wouldn't even say, you don't utter these things loudly. So Hazar would come to the Hazar Quiet. Well, on it's amazing. Because you, you, you don't attract Hashem's attention. You don't in, the, in the art scroll, it does mention something on page 161 and 1, um, starting with do not fear. Um, I don't have my glasses on, about talking about the Holocaust. Okay. But it's in the Torah, listen. You have two parashiyot of curses. How much more do you want? Horrible curses, horrible curses. One we read before Shavuot, one we read before Rosh Hashanah. Pokotai, Kitavor, terrible, and they came true, unfortunately. Listen, if you need a reminder, just think about yesterday. Yeah, right? So, a reminder. So we're Jews... You're a mocked man. You're a Jew walking around. You're a mocked man. All of us, we have like a big X on our backs. <laughs> Amazing. Every Jew in history has an X on his back. So we thought, you're in America. You can go, yeah, no problem. Eh. It's catching up with us over here as well. Okay. Huh? One of the things we tell converts. You sure you want to be a Jew? You sure you want to be a Jew? You know what we have to do. You know what we have to go through. Maybe they're having second thoughts now. It's not, it's not a joke. Mm-hmm. But the reward is tremendous. We also tell them. The dangers are immense, but the reward is tremendous. So that's, that's, uh, we have to remember that as well. The reward is tremendous. We, can't, we think, you know, they're winning the lottery 1.6 billion. Forget it. It's even more than that. One mitzvah, we can't even, there's no even reward. You know, 1.6 billion is not even enough for one, one mitzvah. Someone comes to you and says, I'd like to buy your mitzvah off you. For 1.6 billion dollars, don't sell it. The price just went up, by the way. Obviously, 1.6 billion, the price just went up. Mm-hmm. You turn it down. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.